So much of what you experience each day is directly connected to your energy levels. Whether you're aware of it or not, what you put in and how you move your body can change a lot in the way your mind operates. Hi, welcome to the Connect with Sheila Batella podcast. I'm an entrepreneur, health coach, mentor, and creator of the Seasons Self-Care app. I'm committed to helping you connect to your purpose, elevate your well-being, and build your version of a happy, successful life. It's Q&A day on the podcast, and I'm talking today about how when you shift your body, you can shift your mind. This is something that a long, long time ago I learned from one of my teachers in art school. I was hunched over my desk, and it was a day where it was kind of gloomy outside. Maybe it was winter time in the Ottawa region of Canada, and so it was really cold. And it was afternoon, it was after lunch, and I was feeling really low energy. And so I was like, I'm just going to put my head down on my desk and just relax and ugh. Maybe I'll maybe I'll fall asleep before the class starts because it was, you know, class hadn't even begun yet. And I'll never forget, I think it was my music theory teacher said to me, you know, when you actually sit up straight and your blood is allowed to flow, your oxygen is allowed to flow, you're gonna feel more energized. In fact, why don't you try standing up and stretching and just walk around the room one time and sit back down and see how you feel. And she was talking to me, but she was also talking to some other classmates because we were all kind of feeling the same way. And I think she was really recognizing that this was a teachable moment, class hadn't even begun yet. And I really liked this teacher, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna give this a shot, sure. And I didn't feel like, oh gosh, here we go again, right? It was something that was very um, good-natured for her to share. And, you know, it's funny, here I am all these years later, and I remember it because she was so right. I got some renewed energy. And that class, I remember actually figuring out some things that I had been struggling with in the class. I had more mental acuity and just more openness to be able to learn. So I went from being in a place where I was ready to literally curl up into a ball and have a nap and to be able to have one of the best classes that year. And so that has stayed with me. I haven't thought about that in a long time, but it's true that when we move our bodies, something happens in our mind. I mean, the simple thing, like she mentioned, is the oxygen that flows more freely when we're moving. But something else I want you to consider, I heard another uh, parenting expert talking about when children are perhaps feeling stressed or upset or anxious, one of the best things to do is to get them outside and into nature. And there's something about the beautiful air and even if it's a cold day, right? The freshness and being in the outdoors that does something to not only our body, but our mind in elevating our perspective. And and it really shifts emotions. And for children in this instance, it shifts them into a different kind of space in themselves as well. It maybe calms them. It changes their pattern, as some personal development people will say. And it allows them to move on from something that they've been experiencing. And I mean, 
I'm sure there's always exceptions, but anytime I have done this with my kids when they were small, it really made a difference. And I wasn't right being intentional about it, actually. I was um, I was just kind of going from intuition, like, okay, let's just get a change of scenery. But something happens when we change the way we move our body, we change the location of our body, and then how it impacts our mind. And so I want to ask you, how are you impacted throughout the day with your energy levels? And what can you do to maybe turn things and shift things so that you can get more clarity or more energy at a time in the day where you feel like you get stumped or where you continually have like an energy crash or an energy low? And so the way you move your body is definitely one very important element to consider. The other element that is equally important, and it can be easy to miss, is the type of food that you're putting in your body at certain times of the day. Now, we're all different, and I really believe in a bioavailable um, and a um, bioindividual type of diet. And by diet, I just mean the food that you're putting in your body. I don't mean restrictions. When I say bioavailable, I mean making sure that whatever you're eating is actually getting into your body to digest and to be uh, transported into your cells, all the goodness, all the nutrition. And bioindividual, what I mean by that is those foods that really are best for you. And I say that especially now because right now my youngest son is doing some um, some food testing, like he's actually avoiding certain foods because he had um, he had some blood tests done, and it looked like a few things he needed to avoid for a little bit. So it was food sensitivity testing, truly, is what it was. And so he's he's shifting from that. It's been helping a lot, and it's something he'll only need to do for a short time. Um, but that just goes to show you there and there's some of the foods that he's not supposed to be eating are actually quite healthy foods. So it's not like, oh, just the bad foods, you know, the quote unquote bad foods. So sometimes really healthy food and healthy types of food can actually be harmful to your system or not harmful. Maybe that's not the, not the best word. They can be triggering to something in your system and you may have some kind of um, sensitivity to it. You never fully know unless you you get a full spectrum blood test with a practitioner who does that. But needless to say, that is what bioavailable or bioindividual is. Bioindividual is something that um, really is individualized for you. So when you think about the foods that you're putting into your body, that impacts your energy too. You may be looking at, at what you eat and saying, but I eat all this healthy food. Why am I having these energy lows? I don't understand. Part of it may be the glycemic index, which is how quickly something uh, digests in into your bloodstream um, and converts to sugar or not right? There's the low glycemic is, is the kind that is slow to convert. So it's, it gives you no real energy crash. Um, and the high, the high uh, glycemic, those are things that are like super high sugar, right? It's just really, really quick energy spike, sugar spike in your, in your system, insulin spike. Um, so those are things to consider, of course, but then also, like I said, there are certain foods that maybe other people can experience and have a lot of joy and satisfaction with that maybe aren't the best for you. And often what I have done with people is have them 
just do an elimination diet. Just taking out some of the, you know, some of the types of foods that are not as, um, they're known to, to be challenging, like things like wheat and dairy, et cetera, eggs. Um, and so these are things that often people are like, no, I love these foods. Ah. But I, I recommend just doing it for a short time. And you can do that with with a health coach or with someone who, who can guide you through that. That's something that I've worked with people on. Um, and of course, if you're in a situation like my son, just really wanting to do a full, full spectrum test, you can do blood tests with a practitioner for that. Um, and what you're eating will impact your energy and maybe even when you're eating it during the day. So certain foods may be like um, certain grains and stuff can be beautiful to have at the end of the day because they actually promote sleep and rest. And so that's kind of nice to do later in the day, perhaps for you and other more light foods, maybe having earlier in the day can be helpful for you. And the other element I want to talk about in terms of how you're handling and, and, and approaching your body when it comes to your energy and you know your mindset and how you're feeling about your life is your cyclical nature. Every week as a woman, our bodies are doing different things. We have different functions. We're in a different hormonal phase if we're cycling. If you are um, postmenopausal or if you have had um, other types of surgeries or things that that mean that you're not cycling anymore or for any reason that you're not cycling anymore, you can cycle with the moon in order to, to follow um, just a beautiful cycle for your energy and for the way you plan your life and the way that you are going about your day. But if you're cycling, especially the types of food you eat are going to shift. Your body is going to have different energy needs. Now I go into more detail about this in my cyclical self-care primer that is in the season self-care app. So I invite you to go over there. It is a free thing that I have on there for you to look at. It's a primer to really teach people how to optimize their wellness from a cyclical perspective. And if you are no longer cycling or if you're not cycling for any reason, for instance, if you're maybe pregnant or nursing or you have other things going on that where you're not cycling, there are still impacts to the time of the month that you're in, in terms of how you personally look at your own energy, right? Your own energy is not the same every single day. And I would really even say with men, even though they cycle on a 24 hour day cycle, even guys go through different cycles through the month, through the years. Like we all have different things that are impacting us at any time. And that energy can be um, impacted because of maybe circumstances in our life, stressors, um, like tax season. I don't know. Like there's so many different things that will impact us. And so you know yourself best. So you get to do your own energy assessment. And I also have that inside of the cyclical self-care primer. So I invite you to go to the link in the show notes. You can check that out. And I am about to open the Seasons Self-Care Collective, which is a community for women to be able to really tap into their cyclical nature and to be able to also 
really move through the seasons of their life feeling more empowered, more connected to their well-being and to their purpose in a place where we want to go for more in our life, we want to create a greater impact, but we want to do it in a way that honors our body and that allows us to thrive instead of going so hard that we burn out. It's a beautiful place for you to really step into the next phase of your life or your business evolution in a community that places a high value on personal growth, connection, and really, like I said, making a positive impact in the world and just feeling your best while doing it. It's a place that has been coming together for me as I have been on this journey of really looking at how can we make our mark in a way that honors the call on our hearts for our lives, but also that honors our well-being as as like the foundation of it all, like self-care, true self-care can empower you to do so many good things. So as I've said before, it is for the woman who owns her worth and who wants to serve from a place of overflowing energy and well-being. And her impact is amplified by the way she nourishes herself, body, mind, and soul. So go check out that community as well as the Seasons Self-Care Primer and Cyclical Self-Care Primer and go to the link in the show notes for all of the details. I'd love to see you in there. And I'm so happy to serve you in this way. And I appreciate you for listening. And I hope that you found this episode helpful in terms of just a few simple things you can do, kind of like a mind-body energy audit that you can take for yourself to realize that we don't have to just say, oh, well, I'm just low energy today. Like, And there is, you know, caveat here, there is power in also really just knowing, hey, I just need to rest today. Permission to rest granted. You don't need an excuse or a reason. Your body is always talking to you. And when it's asking you to rest, listen, because once you're rested, everything can improve and everything can feel a little easier because you have more energy and clarity. And alongside of that, really taking an audit of the things you're putting into your body, the times you're eating, the foods you're eating. And even, you know, I didn't talk about this part, but the people that you're spending your time with, the things that you're inputting into your mind as well, um, in terms of tech, in terms of media, there's, I mean, we could talk so much about mind and body, but I thought I'd keep it simple for this Q&A. And if you have any further questions that you'd like me to chat about on the show, feel free to message me and, uh, and let me know know. But I look forward to seeing you over at the self-care season self-care app. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I will see you on another episode. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review at Apple Podcasts and share it with a friend. It means so much that you listen to these episodes and when you rate and review or share, it gets a message out to many more people. Thanks again. I hope you have a beautiful week. Big blessings.